Welcome back, everyone. Jay Bone here for Smash This Podcast. Good morning, everyone. Hope everyone's doing well today. We're going to talk a few different things this morning. <clears throat> My apologies for not going live last night like I usually do on a Monday night, talking about something in wrestling. But just wasn't feeling it. Wasn't, you know, you got to be, you got to be 100% to do this kind of stuff. And last night, I just was not 100%. But we're all right this morning. We got a few things lined up today. But before we get into all that, I want to remind you lovely folks to smash that like button, smash that sub button, and ring that bell for notifications. Why? So that you know when more of my content hits your screen. There's also a merch link in the description. You can check that out below. Along with all the socials, the Facebook, the Instanec, and the Twitter box. I don't plug those enough. Ah, uh, good old cup of Joe. Um, what else? <clears throat> There's also some discussions on starting some kind of Patreon-ish type of deal. Not sure what we're gonna go with, but I. The more I think about it, we're not going to go with Patreon. We're going to go with something a little different, something a little off the beaten path, but it's going to be something uh, something as good, if not better. <clears throat> so keep an eye out for that. Terrence Sullivan is in, is in the chat. Good morning, sir. Um, all right. So we are going to – oh, got to plug the audio. Got to plug the audio. Uh, I don't plug the audio enough. I want to thank everybody who does listen on audio on anchor.fm forward slash smash this podcast. And that goes out all over the place. Goes out to Apple, Spotify, CastBox, Overcast. Uh, the clouds in the sky are over the cast. I don't know. Uh, it goes all over the place. Uh, Podbean. Um, oh, damn. I should have the list in front of me because Trent rattles it off just so flawlessly. And I struggle with remembering like three of them. So, <laughs> but I'm an old bone. No, Mr. Impact Wrestling, Mr. Front Row Bill. Not only fans. Jiminy Christmas. No one wants to see that. <laughs> I know there's an audience for that, but no, I am. I have a little too much pride to start showing all that off. I don't think Mrs. J Bone would uh, appreciate that either. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, go check out the audio on Anchor.fm forward slash Smash This Podcast. There is a support button on there as well, if you choose so to help support the podcast. Yeah help support the podcast and help it grow. There's different tiers on there. You can help support the podcast for less than a dollar a month. Uh, 
Only fans. Dear God. I work with some sick, sick individuals. <laughs> no, I love my crew over on TNI. Uh, speaking of TNI, make sure you tune in later tonight for the throwback. Um, we're doing number, what are we doing? Number 67. 67, I started watching that last night and then got tired and then said, nope, I'm going to save it for later today. So after I'm done with all my stuff today, later this afternoon, I'm going to watch that, get it all set up, ready for you guys to watch and come join us to watch the NWA TNA number 67. It's been very interesting lately because it's right in the timeline of when Hogan was supposed to join TNA and we discussed the fallout from that and just the buildup from week to week and what was supposed to happen and what could have happened. It's very, very interesting time. Because it's certainly stuff that I didn't even know about and I'm learning about too as a new slash old fan of the early years of TNA. There's really some good stuff in there, folks. You should check it out over on Impact Plus and watch along with us. All right. Now, Jiminy Christmas, I don't even have my notebook out here. Oh, I'm failing miserably. All right. Let's get a couple things out of the way first. Should, I don't know, should we play the jingle? But, but, but yeah, I know they love the jingle, but should we... Okay, let's cover the previews for a few things going on later this week, and then we'll talk about AEW Elevation. You got it? You got it ready? Okay, here's the jingle. Not that jingle. Jiminy Christmas. What do you do? The other one. Some people. Jiminy Christmas. Right jingle. Damn it. Here's the news. Searching for my fake wrestling news. I'll tune in. I'll check it out. Uh, thanks, Tony. Thanks. Thanks. Jiminy Christmas. All right. Uh Oh, Bill says they waited until they could get Macho Man for their first pay-per-view. Yeah, and I don't even know what happened with that because it felt like he didn't even he didn't even do anything. He showed up, everybody popped, and he didn't really even do anything. I felt like it was like But then again, I'd have to go back and actually see what happened and see if he actually did more than I remember. Well, but anyways. Let's talk about a few things. First thing I, I want to do is I want to thank everyone for tuning in for the review. Um, <laughs> thanks, Bill. I want to thank everyone for tuning in for the AAW, and that's the one that's the Indian Chicago that Trent works for. Um, they've got a big show coming up this Friday, but I've been trying to catch up and do reviews of the other shows leading up to that, then they've, they've been free on Twitch and you really should check them out. Unfortunately, you can't check them out on Twitch after the fact. And that's where I've missed out on them. Um, but they got a big show coming up 
this uh this weekend this saturday the seventh yes uh take no prisoners is the event and t and i is actually giving away a code for it for fight tv uh i'm gonna run down the card and you'll see why you should absolutely order this show number one the main event is gonna be just ridiculous uh but we'll get to that we'll get to that um let me refresh this page just to make sure I got all the current updates. Okay, so coming up. This weekend, we've got, let's see, who's on the card here? We got Myron Reed defending his championship, his AAW Heritage Championship. That's like the second tier down from the big the big gold belt, as Sammy Callahan would say. <clears throat> um, it's kind of like their intercontinental title, I guess you could say, as far as you know, worth in the in the in the company. Um Myron Reed defending against Matt Fitchett. Now, Matt Fitchett is one half of the besties, and they split them up. So, and the besties were like, you know, one of the top tag teams there for the longest time so i don't know what's going on with that if there's some drama to be told in that but nonetheless matt fitchett is going to tear it up with uh myron reed for his uh aaw heritage championship match now recently a couple weeks ago myron reed beat rohit raju aka hakeem zane uh for that title in what uh, I would call an upset because you didn't. I didn't see it coming in one of these, you know, like free Twitch shows. But um, this is the reason why you should watch it because it was a damn good match. And um, but congrats to Myron Reed on on winning that. But he's got his defense here a few weeks later now on uh, Take No Prisoners. We also have Danny Vega who is the other half of the besties, very interesting, going against ACH. Now, ACH this past weekend tore it up with the champ, Mance Warner, and that was an absolute five-star match, if I ever seen one. Uh, tremendous match. Those, And it, was, it wasn't really... It wasn't really a wrestling match. These two just beat the shit out of each other. And I normally don't put over that kind of match, but man, it was it was oddly, I'll call it oddly refreshing that these two just just it was it was a straight up fight. And they were both completely spent at the end of it. It was it was amazing. It was really good. Um But yeah, ACH didn't come out on top there, so he he wants a he wants some payback. So he's going to take it out on Danny Vega this weekend. <laughs> now we got some ladies. Hey, ladies! Uh, we got some ladies in the house. We got Sky Blue, who has been a very welcome uh, welcome sight to the roster here on AAW lately. She's had some she's had some good matches uh, with. She's going against a returning Allison K. Pinky's up, as they say. 
Um, so that should be one of the best matches on the card in my, in my opinion. Now, um, I don't know if they're going to put any on here last minute. If they have anything on here major to put on here, I will absolutely let you guys know. Actually, you know what? Hang on a second. Let me look at the poster because I know there's some more people on this poster that are supposed to be. Okay. So, okay. So, Hakeem Zayn is appearing. I don't know who he's facing. There's also going to be, oh, Leo Rush is going to be on the card, folks. He is always a joy to watch. And the Rick Manders is also going to be there. Oh, folks, here you go. You want you want a reason to order this show? The Laredo Kid is going to be there. Oh, my God. So I'm just scrolling down the page here. This is amazing. Could you imagine if, I mean, I don't know what the, the rest of the card is, but could you imagine if they put Laredo Kid against Leo Rush? You know what? I think they faced off against each other before on another stage somewhere. I don't remember where. Was it wasn't Ring of Honor? Was it MLW or something? That would be amazing. Um, but yeah. And the tag champs, I believe, let me scroll down here real quick. I believe the tag champs are also going to be there as well. And that's Ace Austin and Madman Fulton. I got to take a closer look at the socials here. But um, I believe that's all that's been promoted I don't think I'm missing anything else, but I could be wrong. But, okay, we'll leave that as is. Uh, also want to – oh, I got a message from Cody the other day talking about – Cody Rhodes, that is – talking about he's showing off his Nightmare Factory Student Showcase number two that came out the other day. I've got it on my watch later list. That's his class – that's going on at the nightmare factory where everybody is training. And um, I'm looking forward to seeing what his class is doing. Now that's something that he doesn't put out to the public eye very much, but it's, uh, it should be, it should be good to see. I'm looking forward to it. I don't know if I'm going to review it, but, um, but we'll, See, L Punk Tracy, hello from the gym. Well, thank you for taking time out of your workout to come check out the bone. Much love, dude. All right, let's talk about AAW and what's coming up later this week. In fact, tomorrow. One more day, folks. Blood and guts. Dear God, somebody's going to die. I'm telling you, somebody's going to die. Uh, let's go through what is the advertised card so far. Uh, Miro is going to appear. I don't know if he's going to have 
an interview, if he's going to have a, a, a quick match or something. I don't know. Uh, Dr. Britt Baker is going to be in action. Can't wait for that. She just keeps going up the ranks in the women's division. Um, what else is going on here? Okay. Now on to the matches. We've got a four way tag team eliminator match. You've got the acclaimed versus the varsity blondes versus Jurassic express consisting of jungle boy and Luchasaurus and S C U Kaz and uh, Christopher Daniels. Now, I don't know if this is. Okay, so this, okay, it doesn't say it in the poster, but this is for an AEW World Tag Title shot. So this is for an opportunity to face the Young Bucks. And these are the top four ranked AEW tag teams. Okay. So it does say that in the post. I'm glad they put that on there and cleared that up. Um, so the, and and with these teams, you got SCU, Jurassic Express, Varsity Blondes, and the Acclaimed. Uh, you know that that is going to be an absolute fire match going on there. What else we got here? We've got oh, this should be fun. I don't know if they're going to call this tag team match of the year, but it's still going to be fun. You've got John Moxley out there with Eddie Kingston versus the AEW world champion, Kenny Omega. Kenny, by God, Omega. And Nakazawa. With Don Callis <laughs> pulling the strings behind the invisible curtain or whatever the hell they call it. Uh, the invisible hand, you know. So that should be fun. Got to get the top guys out there. Um, it's going to be fun, but at some point they've got to drop the... I love Mox. Of course I love Kenny. But... It's it's gone as far as it can go, in my opinion. Okay, you know it's fun to watch Mox chase Kenny around, and he wants that title back and whatnot. But I'm 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 over it, and I I usually don't say things like this on here. Um, but I'm I'm kind of over the Mox. Kenny Omega thing. I want him to move on, but no, I, I, I know he's busy with a lot of different things. You know, he's a, he's a busy guy. He's, he's busy messing with this brand. He's getting challenges from, from down South, AKA triple A's newest arrival Andrade. I think he told him on social media, I'll get back to you. <laughs> oh boy. Um, he is the newly crowned Impact Wrestling World Champion, so he's dealing with that stuff. 
Uh, he's a busy guy. So um, he found time in his busy schedule to do this match. Um, but I'd love to hear your opinions. I mean, what, what do you want to see Kenny do next? Because I, I, I'm over the Mox thing, you know, Mox needs to move on to other things, you know, whether he's sticking with Eddie Kingston, going after tag titles or just after other tag teams. Um, what do you what do you guys want to see? What do you what is your opinion? I mean, do you want to see Mox stay with Kenny and this journey, or do you want to see him move on like I do? And just give me your opinion. I'm just I just want to hear what the people say out there. Um Jesse Cole says Miro, you want to see Miro face Kenny? Is that what you're saying? Or do you want to see Moxley face Miro? Either one, I'd love to see that, you know, get Miro back in the main event again, somehow, some way. I'd like to see him hopscotch over Darby Allen, honestly. Uh, well, you know, that would be that'd be a decent match. He would destroy Darby Allen, in my opinion. <clears throat> Move on to a new feud. Yes, I agree. Um yeah, it just keep keep the chat going. Let me know what you guys think. Let me know what you want. We're gonna um yes, RK. <laughs> What's up? And thanks for the bits, man. Much love. Yes, folks. If you're in the Twitch, you can sub, you can share bits, you can do all that lovely stuff. Much love, man. Appreciate it. Um the invisible hand of the invisible door. Um, oh, Gary's Movie Emporium. Thanks for joining, man. Sammy faces Kenny Omega. Oh, well, that's probably for the Impact title. Um, I don't know if he'd challenge him for the, um, the AEW title. But, hey, that'd be cool too, right? Get uh, get Mox backed in his corner. That'd be That'd be interesting, right? Or backing him in his corner, I should say. We say that properly. All right, what else is going on here? We've got, oh, this should be fun. This has been a feud that's been uh, brewing for a while now. I've enjoyed this storytelling they've done here. Cody Rhodes with Arn Anderson against QT Marshall. Oh, excuse me, Marshall. Is that what they properly, the pronunciation of it is? I don't know. Uh, with the factory, all backing him. Um, so Cody returned last week and put him out of his put the QT out of his misery on top of the bus, which was interesting. I thought he was going to actually throw him off, but he didn't. That could have been tragic, entertaining, but tragic. Like you saw a whole crowd down there. I thought he was going to take QT Marshall and throw him into the crowd of people. That's that's a that's a little extreme. That's pretty dangerous considering you're on just the ground. You're not even in a ring or anything padded for that kind of attempt. But uh, it was entertaining nonetheless with the ref up there making sure nobody got out of hand. Oh, boy. Um, so yeah, Cody Rhodes comes back and faces off against QT Marshall. 
Now, the last time they faced off, Cody Rhodes didn't want to do anything to him, but I think he's um, he's turned the page now. He's absolutely going to give QT Marshall what he deserves. And I'm sure there's going to be some other stuff getting involved there as well. You've got, uh, you know, Aaron Solo, Camarado, and Anthony Agogo at ringside, which is, you know, the one-punch guy. Oof, got to look out for him. So we'll see. And then, of course, the main event that everyone's been talking about, blood and guts, of course. You've got the pinnacle consisting of Wardlow, all flanked by Tully Blanchard, of course. We can't leave him out. But we got Wardlow, FTR, uh, Sean um, Spears, and leading the bunch, MJF, against the inner circle, Jake Hagar, Sammy Guevara, Santana and Ortiz, and of course leading the bunch into war, or this battle at least, Chris Jericho. Um, this is going to be a lot of fun. We don't see this kind of stuff a lot, especially on TV. Usually when we see this stuff, this is going to be a pay-per-view kind of event. Um, I can't wait to see the setup. I'm kind of wondering if it's going to be, if like the cages are going to be there for the whole time and they're just going to have everybody just wrestle in the cage or if they're going to have the cages hung up above the ring and then brought down. I don't know how they're going to do this. And for that matter, I don't know where they're going to do this. Are they going to do this like in a separate area and have it set up like in like the football field? I mean, I, if this, if they sold, I've I heard from Chris Jericho in an interview within the last 24 hours that they've sold more tickets for this than any other event recently. So they're slowly letting more people in around ringside and in the in the audience in general. So um I would imagine they would have to set that up down at the bottom of you know the pit area there where they put the ring because if they set it up in another stage, all those people in attendance would feel cheated if they had to watch it. Um, if they had to watch it on a screen, you know, live via satellite from another location. I don't think they'd like that very much. Um, they should absolutely do it live in front of this crowd that's that's bought tickets um <laughs> gary says cody may beat the the bald back into qt dear god well hey that's not such a bad thing i'm just saying um joey z says i can't wait for this either okay <clears throat> So, um, so yeah, it's going to be great, uh, great show on, on Wednesday. I'm not looking for any like big, you know, one thing they haven't hinted at 
lately is any like big arrivals. Now this does feel like a big event where you could see some new faces or at least a new face. And there has been some rumored stuff going around, but uh, apparently they put the, the kibosh on those rumors where people like Daga and his uh, significant other recently married to Tessa Blanchard apparently are not in negotiations with AEW. Or that could be just people trying to quiet the rumors down and make it more of a surprise. I have no idea. I don't want to overthink it. And I'm not going to go into that discussion because that's just another discussion for another time. We just got to wait and see. But from what I'm hearing, they're not in negotiations with anyone. So I don't know. So, Joey Z says, I always hoped those two would show up in AEW. Well, yeah, I mean, there are still fans out there, you know. I try not to overthink the controversies because you never hear the full story anyways. People just judge from hearing a couple things online. I've put my opinions on it out there uh, a long time ago. And um, just the fact that everything was brought back to the light from, excuse me, from how it go down, how it all went down was really ugly. Um, Never should have. It got blown way out of of proportion, in my opinion. So, um, but that's how social media is. It's, It's really really could be a horrible place. And that's why I usually do not put a lot out there besides promoting the podcast, but I don't want to get too, um, I don't want to, I don't want to get too sidetracked. Let's, let's continue here. So yeah, that's blood and guts. Can't wait for that Wednesday. I'll be covering that here on smash this podcast following the event. Now let's talk about some elevation results. Too many Christmas Give me a second. I got to grab my notebook. I thought I had it. All right. Crazy. Cats stealing my notebook. Not very nice. But you know what? That's what cats do. That's what cats do. Had to quick grab the phone too. All right. We are set. So. Let's discuss some AEW Elevation episode number eight from May 3rd. It's getting hot in here, too. Give me a second. Don't get excited. I'm just taking off the sweatshirt. Uh, <laughs> that's what happens when you get old. You get hot flashes, I think. that's this, Isn't that what happens? That's what my wife told me, anyways. Maybe she's just sharing that with me. All right. 
L Punk Tracy in the chat. Jawbone. <laughs> you misspelled my name. How dare you? Looks like a shorter version of Paul White. Well, thank you. I think I'll take that as a compliment. I think. Uh, <laughs> my God. All right. AEW Elevation from last night. Uh, we're going to run over the card and the results and talk about a few of these more. See, and I, I did enjoy this, but I felt like too many of these were squash matches. Like, I, I appreciate that they keep it less than two hours for a show like this, but there's a few of these I would have appreciated to have run a little longer. Um, but I get it. You're, you got to build up people and they've got to, you know, you can't make them overnight. You can't make them stars overnight. So you start them down here and you work them up bit by bit. And that is proper. That is proper. You know, they're not taking giants and throw them out, out there on on the main card and headlining when they're not ready like some other brands do uh <laughs> so we start out here with with a squash match um well it's it, it's it well it wasn't that much of a squash match it was it was pretty quick but it was Miro versus will all day um now, Will Alday's been on another stage before, but I don't remember where it was. But I know I've seen him on social, so I know he's making his way around from place to place. Um, so hopefully this isn't the end of him because Miro was not too kind to him. Miro, Miro really um, really gave it to him here. He beats beats him with a beats him with a win. Um, he. <laughs> He gave him his, his uh, what is that, the camel clutch, and then he put him in a sleeper. My God, he just had to rub it in, that that loss. Now, now this next one really kicked things off. And I'm glad they, they kind of spread these matches out like this, at least. They didn't put all the squash matches together, you know, back to back to back. Some of these matches were really great content so i'm glad i watched this one because i've missed a few as you've seen on here uh we had abaddon versus rio mizunami mizunami has been on quite the streak lately she's uh she's been doing well she had that title shot and i thought that was going to be it for her and i thought she'd be going back to japan but she's sticking around she's having great matches here um oh thank you joey z he's he's talking about will all day here i believe he says uh he's been on championship wrestling from hollywood r-o-w and i thought he did a match with impact too he might have he might have i i don't remember i know i've i know i've seen him around so um but yeah miro killed him uh <laughs> but hey you know you gotta start out somewhere right Rio Mizunami faced Abaddon. And I haven't seen Abaddon for a bit. I know she's been on these type of shows. You know, she hasn't been featured too much on the main show, Dynamite. She's been more on, you know, Dark and um, 
uh, elevation. She had a great match here. They told a great story in the ring. Abaddon, in my opinion, is one of the most terrifying presence in uh, wrestling presence in 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 wrestling today. Her what she does with her her makeup and how she presents it and how she her mannerisms and her her charisma is just unbelievable. Um, I know, I know as, M, as an impact fan and I see the people talking out there, they compare her a lot to like a Rosemary or a Sue Young. She take, now I'm not saying she's better than them, but she does take it a step further as far as the shock value and the gore. And, um, but she comes crawling out of the, out of the tunnel, out of the smoke she gets to the center of the stage and then she like just you know like spewed a bunch of black or no, a, like dark red like vomited just a bunch of no it wasn't just blood dripping oozing um just just this red chunky stuff like she just got dev done devouring something and she's full so she spit out the rest she spit it all over the stage and then made her way into the ring. And I was just right there. I was like, Oh my God. You know? And of course the camera is right there in her face and it's, she is. I'm really not scared that easy. I watch a lot of zombie shit. I, I watch a lot of horror stuff, but in wrestling, she is absolutely terrifying. <laughs> It, it gives me chills, which, which tells me she's doing something right. If I have that kind of reaction, um, it honestly reminds me of, um, not, not the looks, but the mannerisms and how she does everything. It reminds me of that girl from, uh, what is that? The ring? The ring between across between like or the ring and the grudge that that similar, you know, Japanese whore with the, the black hair and the crawling and the, you know, that that very similar, very similar type of horror gimmick. She gets it. She does it well. Props to Abaddon. Um. Gary's movie Emporium says Samara. Okay, I'm not familiar familiar with that. Is that was that what that character's name is? One of those that I mentioned. Okay, Gary watches a lot of horror movies and different movies. He goes on these buying binges and reviews a lot of horror movies from like Dollar Tree and Big Lots and different places like that. Go check out his channel. <clears throat> Cheap plug for you, brother. Um, he says, yep. Yeah. Okay. All right. Like, oh, like a, a female taker. Yeah. Yeah. There's. Uh, okay. Yeah. She does do one thing similar to take. That's a nod to take her where she does like the sit up thing. Yeah. That's a nod to take her, which is, there's nothing wrong with that. I, I'm not going to, uh, 
I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, she can't do that because take her to. No, it's, it's wrestling. It's a, it's, it's all an homage to something else while putting your own spin on it. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. <clears throat> hey, you bet, Gary. Much love, dude. Hope you're well. Um, but yeah, great story told here. Um, and I'm going to call this an upset. I'm going to call this an upset because Rio's really good in the ring. Um, I would say she's better in the ring that than Abaddon because she has quite the longer career, um, you know, a journey to her wrestling career. But at what Abaddon does is completely different, but also done very well. So I'm going to call this an upset. So Abaddon gets the win here. Uh, she beats her with what's called the Cemetery Driver. So appropriate, appropriately named, I would say. Uh, now this next match was fun, but it really kind of took me out of the whole thing temporarily. Um, now I love John Moxley. I do. You guys know, as long as you've watched me back years ago, you know, he's one of my favorites. Uh, I didn't like what he did here. I was, uh, really looking for more of a match, but he treated this like it was just like, uh, Look, and I get his character, you know, he's tough, but he's kind of a little nonchalant at times, just kind of blowing this guy off. Um, he was facing Andrew Palace, I believe is how you pronounce. <clears throat> um, and he just, he just really walked around the ring like, I don't want to do this shit. I don't want to be here. He just had that look on his face like, all right, we'll do this. At one point of the... In the match, he goes up on the stage and he starts doing pretend like snow angels. And that right there, I was like, oh, come on, dude. You know, you know, and maybe, maybe there was something behind this. Maybe something with this guy brushed him off backstage and that was his way of teaching him a lesson. I don't know what happened here, but it just really, I didn't like that, you know. Because Mox has been on other in other matches <clears throat> like this one, you know, where he's working with a younger guy, and he's had decent matches, even if it was um, a squash match, you know, or next to a squash match. But um, but he beats him with a rear naked choke, and um, and put him to sleep. And, um, yeah, I just, I don't know. I didn't like it. You know, I just, I just didn't like his attitude in this, this match, but that's, you know, I still love him. I just, I don't know. There was something going on here and I don't, I don't have to know everything that's going on in the world of wrestling, but I am, I am curious. Um, <clears throat> God, see you later, Gary and make like a tree. And get out of here. That's yes, you do that. Uh, <laughs> that's beautiful. Uh Erico Mendoza, what's up? Welcome. All right, so next here we got uh oh John Moxley won if I didn't say that. <clears throat> uh we got uh D uh, let's see here. D D um what the hell? 
Oh, D3 versus uh, number 10. I completely got this wrong. Like circled the wrong one, Jiminy Christmas. Um, number 10 beat D3. This was an okay match. Uh, beat him with a full Nelson. Uh, what was, uh, what's, what's another one that was really good here? That's because Some of these I'm just kind of blowing over just cause it was, you know, they were just a match. I wasn't really feeling a few of these orange Cassidy beat VSK orange Cassidy does his gimmick. And then he like really turns it on, but he beat him with like just a couple moves. Like it's just, uh, you know, some of these, I just wasn't feeling this one was good. FTR. Um, versus the Hughes brothers. Now, I don't remember the Hughes brothers being on here before, and I know they had a match on Dark that I'm going to check out <clears throat> either later tonight or sometime this week when I have some time. I still got to check out that, uh, that Cage uh, Martin Casals match from Dark. But FTR took on the Hughes brothers. And if you're not familiar with who the Hughes brothers are, they tell you and remind you that they are something special coming up in the industry. They are Devon's, a.k.a. one half of the Dudley boys, Devon's sons. Now, they've been around for a while, and I'm not sure why they haven't gotten the opportunity. Maybe if they just need more work in the ring i'm not sure because i know they've been wrestling for quite a while they've even been i think i even remember them being on like early i shouldn't say early but like tna from like a few years ago i could be mistaken but i i thought devon brought them into tna once I thought they even had WWE contracts down in, in developmental for a while. I'm not sure what their journey's all been. I could be wrong. But nonetheless, they were getting the opportunity here. They had a they had a decent match with FTR. Something felt a little off, but they looked like they really are making some kind of progress in their journey in the world of professional wrestling. Um, I love their... I loved their um, the ring gear. It reminded me of a cross between what Kane used to wear back in the day and what the um, oh damn it that uh, tag team uh, Booker T and his brother um, uh, the WCW team. I was going to say caged heat. No, that's not it. Dear God. No, that's not it. Um, oh, I am drawing a blank here, folks. My apologies. You know, someone, about five people are going to nail me in the chat for it, too. Um, <laughs> especially if Critical Sting was here. Um, someone will give it to me. Harlem Heat. Okay, I was close. I said caged heat. <laughs> Jiminy Christmas. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Joey. Thanks, Terrence. Harlem Heat. God. 
it just shows I need to watch more WCW, right? Um, maybe review some classics on here. We'll see. <laughs> I got to be in the mood for it, though. Harlem Heat. Their ring gear reminded me of a cross of classic Harlem Heat from the WCW days and what Kane used to wear with the red stitching across it. You know, nice little throwback. It was cool. At first, I was like, what are they wearing? And then I took a closer look and I'm like, okay, I get it. I get it. Not a bad thing. So, yeah. And uh, like I said, the Hughes brothers are also wrestling. Um, Page and Scorpio Sky, I believe, on Dark. So, yeah, I would definitely want to watch that one, too. I don't know if I'm going to review it, but I'll, I'll watch it. There's only so much AEW that I can review on my time on here. Um, <clears throat> Darren Sullivan says, Caged Heat were the, the TNA dancers from <laughs> 2002 and 2003. <laughs> Oh, you went there. Thank you. Thank you, Terrence. <laughs> oh, that was good. That was good. Caged heat. Sounds like a bad Cinemax softcore porn movie from like the late 80s. Not that I've ever watched anything like that in my day. Back, back then, my God. Um... But yeah, so FTR beat them. Uh, decent tag team match. Hugh Brothers looked like they were just a little a little off uh, with a couple of their moves, but it was it was decent. I'm not gonna say they botched or trashed it. They just need to learn to flow a little smoother in the ring. Um, Nyla Rose destroyed. Maddie Renkowski. Now, I missed last week's, but apparently this Maddie tagged with her. And um, she basically left in the middle of the match for her tag team partner to get killed. So this week she killed her former tag team partner, which was kind of funny. So it looks like maybe... Uh, the Vicious Vixens, a.k.a. Nyla Rose and her manager, Vicky Guerrero, are looking to add to their numbers, maybe? Um, maybe that's what that's building to? I'm not sure. But, uh, yeah, Nyla Rose pretty well destroys Maddie Renkowski. It was an okay match, but it was pretty much a squash. Uh, Nick Camarado with the Factory destroyed Baron Black. Like I said, some of these, there's just too many like squash type matches. Um, but I get it. You're building monsters. You're, you know, it's, I, I get it. Um, now this one was a good match. Red Velvet versus Rekka Tahaka. Uh, beat her with a spinning, Red Velvet beat her with a spinning back kick. Took her head off. Now, an interesting thing about Rekka Tahaka is she's actually from, uh, like, uh, this, the Samoan, uh, the islands of Samoa. And she had the tattoo similar to how, like, Roman Reigns and The Rock have, like, the, the long sleeve from the shoulder on down. 
So that right there, you know, is you want to talk about, uh, you, you could see an authentic Samoan by something like this. Um, so, and this, this was a good match. I definitely want to see more of uh, Rekka Tahaka. This was only her first or second match. Um, but she had a decent match with uh, Red Velvet. This wasn't a squash. It was a nice little back and forth. Uh, Rekka coming out there with uh, quite the attitude. Quite the, um, you know, some would say she needed an attitude adjustment. Uh <laughs> Yeah, don't don't give me that one. That one didn't go over too well. Um, <laughs> but yeah, she, um, she she looks like she's got some growing to do. But she did. Uh, she looked pretty good out here with uh, Red Velvet. But Red Velvet came came off with the win here. Uh, with the spinning back kick, man, Red Velvet has really been impressing me lately. She's a lot of fun to watch. Uh, private Party with Matt Hardy going against Duke Davis and Gannon Jones. New tag team that I'm seeing out here. Um, and these guys are big. Uh, Duke Davis and Gannon Jones. And they, they look like they um, basically looked like a beefed up version of Private Party. Private party beats him here with a roll-up of all things. Um, but yeah, Duke Duke and Gannon look like they're uh I don't know, they need a tag team name though. Because if you just keep calling them Duke Davis and Gannon Jones, that's not gonna go over. But they've got similar gear, you know, similar color gear, which which tells me that they've been tagging for a while if they've got similar colored gear and it's not just two guys put together well maybe i'm wrong maybe this is you know new for them i don't know but um but they looked good so but private party comes off with a win here uh this is one of the matches on the episode that i was most looking forward to this one sold me on watching the whole show could not wait to watch this. Thunder Rosa facing someone that she used to work with and someone that I used to watch on another show called Wow Women of Wrestling. Willow Nightingale. I was very excited to see this one. I can't wait to see more of Willow Nightingale. Now, Thunder Rosa did beat her here, but they had a great little match together. Uh, she beat her with the... The Fire Thunder Driver, which is just a tremendous move in Thunder Rosa's arsenal. But Willow Nightingale, I believe her name in WoW was Eye Candy, if I'm not mistaken. And she was in that first season, and um, and I missed the second season. I'm, I'm sure it's out there somewhere. I'm sure I could find it if I wanted to. And I, I'm going to guess that she missed the second season because I know she was injured. She had something serious, some kind of serious injury. I forget what it was. Uh, but she's returned within this last couple of years. And um, just great to see her on this stage. So I'm really excited to see 
uh, more of Willow Nightingale in the future on this brand. Great presence in the world of women's women's wrestling in my professional podcasting opinion. Um, good match against Thunder Rosa. Like I said, Thunder Rosa beats her with the uh, fire thunder driver. QT Marshall uh, beats Dylan McQueen. Dylan McQueen, very sassy. Just got um, oh, reading the chat here. Uh, Joey Z says, I miss. Wow, great show. Is wow done? Yeah, um, I think they're looking for a new TV deal because Access TV got rid of them. Um, I would have loved to see them stay and or work with Impact Wrestling, you know, as in I, I would have loved to seen a lot of those go over. Now, we did see some of them go over to Impact Wrestling, like Havoc came back. Um, Nevaeh was on Wild Women of Wrestling. Of course, Tessa was their champion. Um, but there's a handful of others I would have loved to see from Wow on Impact Wrestling, like... Um, uh, was that Jungle Girl, The Beast, you know, who I was just talking about, uh, Willow Nightingale, um, Jesse, what's her name? Jesse Jones, kind of a political redneck kind of character. I uh, really loved her. A um, couple others, I can't think of their names off the top of my head. But yeah, that roster was full of talent and would have, would have loved to see more float over to access tv's impact wrestling but um this past year didn't do anyone any favors as far as getting their name and face out there so we'll we'll see you know this there's still a lot of this year left we'll see what happens as things continue to open up maybe things will happen because i'm sure uh, whoever was running while well wanted to put their stuff in front of an audience to do tapings. You couldn't do that this last calendar year. So <laughs> Joey C says, yeah, you named all the ones I would have liked to see come over. Yeah. And there's more. I just can't, can't think of them. I can picture them, but nonetheless, great roster, great roster of ladies. And we've seen some others on impact wrestling. Um, damn. I can't think of their names. Some of them showed up in um, Taya Valkyrie's um, little skits she had with Rosemary. You know, the, the was that the knockouts of Slamtown or whatever she called. A few of those were in that too. So, but anyways, um, where are we at here? So yeah, okay. QT Marshall beats Dylan McQueen destroys him and QT Marshall has um, uh, Nick Camarado grab the stairs from next to the ring, puts them up, puts the stairs up on the ramp, places it behind the ring on the stage. QT Marshall does a driver with him on the stairs and then QT Marshall sits on the stairs like it's his throne. I, I absolutely love this. 
you know, it's at first you're looking at like, what, what the hell are they doing? They're like, you know, rearranging furniture. What are they doing? But no, the whole thing played out is great. And, um, Nick Camarado, the beast that he is, you know, moving the stairs around, putting it up on the stage is just <laughs> quite the sight to see. And the way he does it, too, he makes it look like he's lifting something that's weighing like a thousand pounds, you know, like it's the, the steel steps, you know, it's not something that's supposed to be moved a lot. So, yeah, QT Marshall just showing off his stuff there. Uh, Chaos Project versus the Gun Club. I would say this was the most <laughs> entertaining and fun tag match of the show in my professional podcasting opinion. Chaos Project consisting of uh, Dr. Luther and Serpentico versus the Gun Clubs, Austin Gun and Colton Gun. And I love watching both these teams because uh, I don't watch them that much. But when they're in the ring, they're showing me a lot of fun stuff. Uh, Gun Club beats Chaos Project here because Chaos Project looks like they're literally falling apart at the seams. Dr. Luther's character is so bizarre and so out there. At points in this match, he was taking Serpentico because he's like, you know, half of what Dr. Luther is. He's picking him up because he's a smaller guy, like Sammy Guevara, smaller guy, smaller in stature, picks him up and just, you know, throws him on top of the gun club. Or while one of the gun clubs is on the ground, he takes Serpentico's head and just beats him into the body of one of the guys from the gun club. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, which I just had me rolling. I'm like, oh my God, he's killing his tag team partner. Which, you know, obviously was like the demise of this tag team because then he would go to tag in Serpentigo and Serpentigo would just have his ass handed to him because he was so out of it from the beating he was taking from his tag team partner, Luther. Um, Charles, what is up? Welcome. He says they keep giving gun club wins. They might be setting them up for a match with the Bucks. Um, it could be, you know, or just um a bit of a push to feature them more eventually down the road on Dynamite, you know, and that's how you do it. You know, you have a tag team take a bunch of losses for a while to give them time on TV and and teach them about being on TV and you, you take your licks and you, uh, you, that's how you earn your spot, I guess, you know, and then you work your way up. It's not like on other shows where they just stick you on a show like the main event. And then that's where your career goes to die. No, this is called elevation because it's meant to elevate you slowly, you know, in front of an audience. Uh, which is a, a, a drastic positive difference, you know, in a brand like this. So, uh, but yeah, just just goofy how Luther treated Serpentico. 
they worked well together, you know, until the end of the match where Sapentigo just, you know, just gets destroyed. Um, Colton beats him with a Colt 45. Boy, that's that's a classic name, Colt 45. Um, so, yeah, we'll see what's next for these two teams. It's, <laughs> I like the Chaos Project, but, man, Luther's character. I, I'd love to see a character like him, you know, get you know get more exposure because he's so uh comical and entertaining but scary at the same time i don't know maybe maybe put him with abaddon i don't know maybe something something like abaddon something we'll see uh and then the main event here uh matt hardy and the blade interesting tag team there uh butcher wasn't out there i don't know if he's injured or what's going on with the butcher or he just couldn't make the tapings or what because he wasn't even out at ringside so i don't know what's going on i haven't heard anything went against uh alan number five angels and colt cabana fun match but after everything i'd watched getting to the main event it kind of took me out of everything so i didn't pay as much attention to this one but it was interesting seeing matt hardy and the blade together i will say that matt hardy and the blade worked well together oh and the bunny was out there too bunny obviously distracting um the ref at times doing her thing and i'm glad she's actually you know out there in the world of wrestling again um you know she's doing better so it's great to see the bunny but uh matt hardy and the blade beat them here matt hardy um has been using this lately it's a very interesting you know he's getting a, away from more of the high flying stuff and more uh more groundwork it's interesting he beats him with a submission here called the leech which is hilarious because that's what he does off of his protege proteges if you will you know he leeches off of them which is hilarious so so that's it for this one um a fun episode i wish like i said i wish there wasn't quite as many uh matches where it was more um you know squash type matches but you know i get it i get it sometimes you just have those but this one just felt like there was too many of them but a good show nonetheless still still kept me pretty much till the end um but I'm just glad these shows aren't like three. One, one of these was almost three hours the other day. And I'm just like, no, I can't. I just can't watch these type of matches, you know, no matter who's on there for three hours. That's why I stopped watching Raw because it's just painful. And Raw is just complete garbage now from what I've been seeing, especially with the return of Eva Marie. Not a fan. Just all the more reason to not watch that on Monday nights. Why would you bring back Eva Marie right after you just got rid of a ton of great talent? Don't know. Don't know. You get rid of Samoa Joe and look, there's Eva Marie. I don't get it. I don't think Vinny Mack gets it either anymore. So that's it for AEW Elevation number eight. Can't wait to see the next one because they got some new faces on there that are really fun to watch. Some uh, some of the men and ladies. Don't forget this Wednesday is Blood and Guts. I'll be covering all the action here following AEW Dynamite. And then this weekend, go over to uh, go over to the TNI Twitter um, 
scroll down to where they're giving away the AE, uh, excuse me, AAW out of Chicago, independent, we're transworking. Uh, they're giving away a fight code for this weekend's um, Take No Prisoners. Ran down the card earlier. If you came in late, you can rewind, check out the card. Looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. I'll be covering it this weekend here on Smash This Podcast. On your way out, don't forget to smash that like button, smash that sub button, ring that bell for notifications so that you know when more of my content hits your screen. If you're over on the Twitch, thanks for the subs, the bits, whatever you do to contribute. Much love. You can follow it on all the socials down below, the face box, the Twitter box, and that Incinec. And for your bone on the go, anchor.fm forward slash smash this podcast, where it goes to Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google, all over the place. Uh, what else? Uh, the merch. Merch is in there if you choose to check it out. Thank you for supporting the podcast. Um, now there is a sale coming up in a couple within the next couple weeks, twenty percent off. As that gets closer, I'll be plugging that more and uh, try to get uh, maybe some new merch on there for that. We'll see. When I got time, I'm trying to come up with some new designs. Um, or if anybody out there wants to throw some concepts my way more than willing to check that out let me know um might have to talk to some of my old friends because i want to get some new stuff on there i did bring back the retro logo and that's a lot of fun but i need some other stuff on there as well for this spring going into the summertime gotta get some new new items on there um can't think of anything else so, yeah, oh, of course, later tonight over on TNI, Total Nonstop Impact for the Tuesday Time Machine. Is that what they're calling it now? Yes, they <laughs> replaced the Thursday throwback. It got switched. We're doing number, what number are we doing? 67. Doing number 67. Join us for that. Uh, we'll recover the NWA TNA Classic Pay-Per-Views. One at a time. You can follow along with us on Impact Plus, and you can see us later on Twitch and YouTube. So, okay, I think that covered everything. Much love, folks. We will see you later tonight. Take care. And see you back here on Wednesday night later. Mm-hmm.